the Green New Deal, hocus pocus fear, control the environment, control the people. In a State of the Union address, Biden accidentally told the truth, saying that the U.S. accounts for 15% of the global carbon emissions, while the rest of the world accounts for 85%. And even if we did everything perfect, it wouldn't matter. Ron Kessler, a former Washington Post correspondent, claims COVID lockdowns demonstrate climate change as a farce. During the 16th-month lockdown, according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA, carbon emissions didn't decrease, they increased slightly. Idle airplanes, boarded businesses, and quiet highways had no effect on climate. These stories, of course, were buried in the back pages of the Washington Post and New York Times. In a Washington Examiner interview, Ocasio-Cortez Chief of Staff, Sekhet Chakrabarty, made an unexpected disclosure. The interesting thing about the Green New Deal, he said, is it wasn't originally a climate thing at all, because we really think of it as, how do you change the entire economic thing? A few years ago, the Russians hacked the University of East Anglia's email and found the Europeans and American universities were falsifying climate change data to frighten people. Their emails revealed that they kept the climate change charade going so that they could continue their flow of grant money. Michael Mann, the individual behind the infamous climate hockey stick data, was a central figure in the East Anglia email scandal. John Kerry cited drought as the cause of the Syrian war and refugee flight until it was discovered precipitation in the region had increased. Progressives are using that same bogus argument to justify the flight of Central Americans to the U.S. It's that ends justify the means thing again. John Kerry's climate czar title provides cover for his and Biden's financial interests in China. According to the EIA's website, CO2 emissions generated from electricity in the U.S. in 2015 decreased to its lowest level since 1993 thanks to our technology advances in fossil fuels. However, recent studies argue whether CO2 even traps greenhouse gases that supposedly cause warming. Ed Berry, Ph.D. Physics, claims the U.N.'s Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, IPCC, has grossly miscalculated human-added CO2. His new calculations show human CO2 does not cause climate change. In fact, his new evidence show no amount of reduction of CO2 emissions will have any measurable effects on climate change. Nature controls the level of atmospheric CO2. Additionally, ice core data from Greenland reveals 8,000 years of zero correlation between CO2 and temperature. CO2 does not drive temperature. This new information makes fraudulent all claims, laws, actions, and treaties that seek to reduce CO2 emissions. This could be the reason the fearmongers are shifting their focus from CO2 to methane as the new climate hobgoblin like when they went from climate cooling to climate warming to climate change. Although the intensity of hurricanes has risen by 5%, the number of incidents has decreased by 30%, and the amount of damage caused by hurricanes is going down, not up. 2021 was a bad year for wildfires, accounting for 86% of all wildfire damage in the last 10 years. But when compared to the 10 years from 1996 to 1935, the 2021 wildfires only represented 20% of that period's wildfire damage. Climatologist Bjorn Lomberg, president of the Copenhagen Consensus Center, stated that, according to the Journal of Geophysical Research, from 1900 to present, particle matter from the forest fires dropped from 4.5% to 2.5% and will continue to do so. 
The main factor contributing to runaway forest fires is forest management, which environmentalists always reject until people become enraged with their policies after tragedy finally strikes. Irrationally, extremists would rather let neighborhoods and forests burn than strategically thin brush and harvest lumber for good use. California's Governor Newsom blamed global warming after he manufactured a crisis by cutting his Forest Service firefighter budget in half and then allowing some fires to burn unchecked, fires which destroyed hundreds of thousands of acres. He flushes water into the ocean causing farmland to dry up, then screams climate change caused the drought. Newsom also neglected California's reservoirs, which leak over 226 billion gallons of water annually, enough to supply 13 million people with water or six Chicago cities per year. Greenpeace Patrick Moore said he doesn't know why they say the world is coming to an end in the next 12 years because air and water have been getting cleaner for the last 50 years. Moore claims that as China, India, and Africa are pulling themselves out of poverty, they are working on cleaning their environments. He said people that are putting together the Green New Deal are basically fronts for organizations like Justice Democracy and the Sunrise Movement. Moore said in the last 300 years the global climate is only warm between 1 and 1.5 degrees Celsius, which is minimal compared to the fluctuations during the Little Ice Age, circa 800 to 1800 AD, or the pre-industrial medieval warming period, circa 750 to 1350 AD, which is insignificant compared to the fluctuations during the Ice Age, circa 23,000 to 11,000 BC, and other glaciations which occurred throughout the centuries. Historically, Earth has always been a lot warmer, and has been in an Ice Age for the past 300 million years with fluctuating temperatures. For 90% of Earth's 4.5 billion year history, Earth had no polar caps. Moore claims that life flourishes during warming periods and that the global warming hyperbole has turned into a money-making political racket that is scaring children. In 1970, Harvard's Nobel Prize winner George Wall claimed climate change would end civilization in the next 15 to 30 years. In 2006, Al Gore said sea levels would soon rise by 20 feet. However, sea levels have only risen 3 inches between 1993 and 2019. Obama's science czar said global warming would lead to 1 billion deaths by 2020. A June 29, 1989 AP report by Peter Spillman read, A senior UN environmental official says entire nations could be wiped off the face of the earth if the global warming trend is not reversed by the year 2000. Progressives like AOC are still singing the same siren song today, outringing the same old alarm bell telling people their homes will soon be underwater. Journalist and satirist H.L. Mintkin said, The whole aim of practical politics is to keep the populist alarmed, and hence calamorous to be led to safety, by menacing it with an endless series of hobgoblins, all of them imaginary. John Casey, former space shuttle engineer, climate expert, and author of Dark Winter, claims the sun, not carbon emissions, drives Earth's temperatures. According to Casey's rational cycle, RC data, the past 650,000 years indicate that Earth's temperatures always rise first, followed by a rise in CO2 several hundred years later. Warmer Earth temperatures give birth to more vegetation, which gives rise to a more active carbon cycle. Higher carbon cycles are lagging indicators of warming temperatures, not leading indicators. Casey suggests it's the trend lines that are important, not the weather extremes. Over the last 10,000 years, the warmest warming period was the Minoan, followed by the Roman, medieval, and finally the last warming period, which ended in 2007. 
Each warming period was significantly less intense than the preceding warming period, with each dropping by 1 to 1.5 degrees Celsius until the last warming period hardly registered at all. Casey's research indicates the Earth is cooling, not warming, and that our species may have seen its last warming period for hundreds, if not thousands, of years. His research shows that the sun runs in 206-year solar cycles, like clockwork. Earth's last 206-year warming solar cycle began at the end of the Little Ice Age, circa 1800 A.D., peaked in 2007, stabilized, and has now begun cooling. The sun is moving into a period known as solar minimum, marked by greatly reduced sunspots and solar flares, creating plummeting Earth temperatures. As sunspot activity begins its downward trend, Earth has entered a period of rapid cooling. According to NASA and NOAA satellite data, Arctic and Antarctic sea ice is rapidly growing. Casey claims as Earth cools, it will drive earthquakes and volcanic eruptions. These eruptions are happening now in Chile, Iceland, and Indonesia, sending plumes high in the atmosphere, shielding Earth from the sun. Yet for the last 30 years, progressive propagandists continue to claim that mankind is controlling the temperature, not the sun. Even though none of their climate warming predictions have come true, like earth-altering floods, hurricanes, and ice-free polar caps, progressives insist on massive government regulation and taxes on carbon-based fuels. Money-grubbing corporate globalists, omnipotent wannabe celebrities, and politicians like the squad, with a combined IQ of a fence post, have propagandized the global warming theory, claiming the U.S. economy is the villain. Destroying our economy and carbon-based energy sector is exactly the wrong thing to do and will leave us unprepared and defenseless against the cooling. Casey claims that to prepare, we need to start relying on science and examine how people in the past survived long cooling periods. Crops will increasingly need to be grown at lower latitudes. Food shortages without question will be the main ill effects, and individuals should be prepared to defend their food supply. Even the IPCC acknowledges there is little chance that weather is connected to climate change. Progressives try to prevent third world countries from using fossil fuels, even though that the dung, wood, and other substances they burn shorten their lives and emit far more pollutants than do coal, oil, or gas. Progressives want to impose a carbon tax that will cost the poor and middle class billions more in goods and services each year. In the name of carbon emissions, the Build Back Better Reconciliation Bill will permanently tax energy and increase the cost of everything you do. As mentioned earlier, the Reconciliation Bill taxes methane gas, which will immediately increase your already skyrocketing energy costs by another 17% and impose a 5% annual increase above inflation every year thereafter. The bill pushes $5 trillion in spending, $3 trillion in new taxes, and will raise our corporate tax rate higher than China's, incentivizing businesses to move to China. When producing the same goods, China admits five times the carbon that the U.S. does, which defeats the bill's purpose. Climate change is another hysteria that the progressive ruling class pigs have promulgated to maintain their control and moral superiority. Progressives certainly don't seem to be concerned about the damage that 250 million more legal and illegal immigrants will do to our environment. For every coal plant the U.S. shuts down, China opens 11. To keep up with their energy demands, China signed a $400 billion oil deal with Iran. In contrast, Biden and the progressives shut down the Keystone XL pipeline and U.S. energy production. Biden then signed an executive order instructing every federal agency to assign a carbon tax within their department. 
Heavily taxed limited supplies have caused our energy costs to skyrocket, affecting every sector of our economy. Shipping, travel, food, recreation, heating, and electricity. With gasoline heading north of $5 per gallon, instead of requesting domestic wells to reopen, mindless Biden, to no avail, has begged OPEC, Russia, and China to increase their production. Now our senile insane leader Biden claims he's going to tap the National Strategic Oil Reserve to tide us over for a few days while he converts America to solar. These morons are the problem, not the solution. The global corporate progressive elites who benefit financially from globalization have hatched a global redistribution scheme to collect the global tax that capitalizes on the climate change hysteria which they created. They want us to finance their global prospects, the infrastructures of underdeveloped countries, by imposing a global carbon tax through the Paris Climate Accord. This would siphon money into the globalist pockets, finance their ventures, destroy American sovereignty, and redistribute hardworking middle-class American incomes globally to China, India, and third world countries, while the polluting countries contribute nothing. According to the World Economic Forum, 90% of plastic waste dumped in the ocean come from 10 rivers, of which 8 are in Asia and 2 are in Africa. China and India admit over 70% of the world's CO2 and should regulate their own stink. The Green New Deal means you must submit to their ruling class tyranny, their control of every aspect of your life, such as diet, education, food, health care, housing, property, purchases, speech, and travel. With socialism, in the beginning, everything is a right, but in the end, nothing is a right. Recently, Ocasio-Cortez stated, if you don't like the Green New Deal, come up with your own ambitious on-scale proposal to address the climate crisis. Until then, we're in charge, and you're just shouting from the cheap seats. I'm the boss. Not needed are self-righteous progressive hypocrites using climate change to lord over our backyard mud puddles, toilets, light bulbs, meat, and diet, controlling every aspect of our lives.